You're listening to The Full Broadside. Greetings, everybody, to another edition of The Full Broadside. I am Cyberjock. With me again today, KJ Nimitz, Nightmare, and The Mando. <laughs> finally yeah. finally changed your name a little bit. That's, that's good. The Q37-whatever modulator has uh, got old. Yeah, after going through a brief rebranding, um, The Mando's back on the, uh, back on the, uh, the, what do you call it, the, the, the billboard. Yeah, good to see. How you been? Doing good. Yeah, I know we were just talking about pre-show. Um, I, I live in the Pacific Northwest, and this nasty heat dome, heat wave, freaky weather heat front's rolling through, but we're surviving, and hopefully everybody else is doing the same as well. Yeah, how about you, KJ? I know you were on a long drive to misery. How, how'd that play out? Oh, it was wonderful. It was actually good. It was finally good to finally get away and have a quote-unquote vacation or whatever you want to call those things uh yeah it was good uh, i got to spend some time well i guess you could say it's good i got to spend some extra time with a family that i already get to spend with every day here but now i get to do it in another place and spend more money but you know hey <laughs> it was fine <laughs> it was fun i mean you got to take the kids places and things and got to see some stuff that you know they haven't had a chance to see or experience and yeah we had a good time it was a long drive definitely a long drive but uh in the end, I hope it's going to be worth it. We're already we're already talking about okay. Now we know it. Now we know what we got to do and how to plan for the next one. And I'm already like, yeah, I think work is going to be keeping me busy. So maybe not, but we'll see. Right. That was that was Branson you went up to, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And did did the kids have a good time? Did yeah, they did. They did. Yeah, they did. Um, and we spent most of Saturday at uh, Silver Dollar City. It wasn't as it was fine. There wasn't anything, you know, really wrong with it. Um, the only thing that I wish that the arts and crafts stuff that they would normally do, they did have all those really back in full swing. Um, so, you know, like the glass blowing and the uh, oh, because woodworking. Of COVID. Yeah, they weren't doing a lot of that stuff for the glass blowing. The uh, the uh, um, um, the blacksmith, he was there, but he didn't have his forge going. Um, the wood crafters and stuff weren't really making a whole lot of stuff. So a lot of the stuff that I really wanted the kids to be able to see and watch and all that kind of stuff, they weren't really doing a whole lot of yet. So we kind of missed out on that. But we got to ride some rides and see a bunch of, you know, some of the other things and stuff that, you know, was good to kind of to go back to. But the stuff that I, like I said, the stuff I really wanted them to be able to see, which was the, you know, the quote unquote old world or my youngest would say. Hell old yeah. Time, old timey old, stuff. Old America. Um, yeah. Um, they didn't get a chance to really see and enjoy, you know, they saw some of it, but not as, not to the extent that I was hoping for. But, you know, as we talked about, it, it's like, well, maybe the next time we'll, you know, make another trip about it and, you know, spend an extra day or two up there and, you know, get to see a few other things or stuff. So, but overall, it was good. Good deal. 
Nimitz, how you been? Ain't seen you in a little while. How's it going? It's freaking hot. So I live here in the great northwest with Mando. And um, you, you live with Mando? Did you move in now? Or <laughs> yeah, I, he he landed on my couch and I can't get rid of the guy. <laughs> oh, that explains what he's <laughs> No, I live here in Portland. Mando lives down south. And um, it's we've had some record high temperatures. Uh, a lot of the apartment complexes in Portland do not have air conditioning because they've never needed it before. And um, so when you're when you're dealing with 116 degree heat, um, it's kind of crazy. So if you guys hear the fans in the background, I do apologize. But yes, I have four of them running right now, and then I have an AC, a portable AC unit in my bedroom. Uh, but I'm sitting here sweating balls, if you're pardon the language. Um, <laughs> oh, there we go. It's uh, it's it's actually pretty miserable. Um, it's uh, 9:53 at night right now, and the temperature is 95 degrees. So, you go figure. So you're saying you're the since you're moved to the northwest or southern boy in you that you could take take and handle the heat has been removed, huh? Well, I mean, I lived in Germany <laughs> for four years. I lived in Portland where the temperature never got above 85. Um, yes. <laughs> Yes, I'm an old man. I have adapted to the climate, and now I'm going to have to adapt again. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're we're up here. I'm in Southern Oregon, and it is it's. I feel like on the map, like Oregon swap places with Arizona for the weekend, and right. We don't want it. We want our weather back. Um, I mean, I'll take 95. It's 103 right now, which is only seven degrees cooler than the high today. So. Yeah, if you want to switch, I'll take 95. I don't mind. Yeah, well, you can take my 116, and I'm down. I've been there, done that. I mean, I'm sitting at Fort Worth at 75 with 92% humidity, so hey. <laughs> That's tough, too. Uh, <laughs> I went back for like a high school reunion not too long ago, and uh, we had a golf tournament, and it was like 102 degrees, which wasn't that bad, but it was like 95% humidity, and like I hadn't been used to it for so long so like when i breathed in it felt like i was drowning it really did i was like oh my god this is terrible <laughs> <laughs> yep nightmare how are you doing besides your 103 heat chilling <laughs> <laughs> I, I everything's fine um i got uh uh yamamoto uh up to level 21 so i now have a uh, second 21 point commander and since I primarily play Japanese and American ships um, I'm now set to just uh, amass stupid amounts of commander XP so I'm excited about that otherwise uh, yeah uh, I got my FFR thing going on uh, gonna kick off in a couple weeks with uh, the derby and uh, that'll be fun then after that I got uh, hopefully uh uh, co-op tournament to do with that so fun speaking of elite commander xp that is something that you mentioned that, that i have not uh i took it for granted because uh, once they went to the 21 point captains instead of the 19 it's like that's something that i'm just not accumulating in the background anymore so yeah thank you for reminding me that uh, i have no elite commander xp anymore yep it's uh real handy to uh 
have on hand, in, especially in case you uh, accidentally uh, put a new com uh, a commander onto another ship that's a tech tree base, and suddenly you automatically retrain them, and now you're missing a couple hundred thousand free XP. Been there, or, done that. Or doubloons. Yeah. So having having uh, commander XP is a uh, a mistake buffer, real handy. I have I have a uh, Yamato and I have Nimitz and um, I've got like three, maybe four. I think it's three though. Other commanders that are twenty one points, but dude, getting those guys there was no joke. Getting them there after the fact is a godsend for real. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it took a while, but uh, having them there is, is great. So now I have Optimus Prime in Yamamoto. Well, I, I hate to brag, you know, since all you guys seem to be in the heat wave. I'm sitting right here about 100 feet from Lake Superior, and it is 64 and got a nice breeze. It's downright beautiful. It was a little warm today. It hit like 80-something, and it's usually muggy as all get out, but... You know, I got AC in here. It's doing just fine, and uh, it, it's nice and cool. So, yeah, so, well, so yay, Wisconsin. Yay, Wisconsin. <laughs> and and a side note, the Milwaukee Brewers are sole owners of the NL Central right now. They destroyed the Cubs 14-4 to tonight. I was super pumped to hear nice. that. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that for the Milwaukee Brewers because I actually yep. root for those guys on the side. I really do. Well, like, they they, they uh, don't have the payroll that the Yankees or Boston or L.A. or even Chicago. They're, they're the small market team, and they're kicking some major butt right now, and I'm ecstatic about it. That's what I love about them. I love those small market teams, Green Bay, Milwaukee, you know, those kind of guys. But on, on the weather side, I want you to talk to me in December. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. I'll be at like negative 64 then. And you guys will all be like, yeah, it's 20 here. <laughs> I'll be 84 degrees colder than you guys. But meanwhile, I'll be yeah. like, what? It's like yeah. 75. Yeah, outside. 75 in Arizona. Just dandy there. Sure. Yeah, I know. We have our we have our extremes up here. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, I haven't been on uh, a lot. Lately, I've had some health concerns that have come up that have really been kicking my ass. In fact, I was in the ER yesterday, uh, most of the evening, so it was, it was not fun. They were sticking me every different way, and I think I got two holes in each arm to prove it. Not not a big fan, so still struggling. Got some more appointments coming up, but uh, there's, there's concern that it's something called second-generation um, Agent Orange exposure, so... We'll see. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. My my wow. father was was there during Vietnam with the Agent Orange, and he has he passed in '04 from cancer related to it. And now they found a spot on my liver, and they're not certain what it is, how important it is, if it's a oh, they had some medical term for it. They don't think it's a big deal right now, but they're going to keep watching it and and trying to figure out what the hell's going on in the stomach because it seems like no matter what I eat. I have a major pain buildup, and I got to go get drugs. So, yeah. So that's where we're at. <laughs> so I haven't been super active in games since, but uh, I try to be here, and damn it, the show needs to go on. So here I am. Well, let's do this. Let's get the show going. Right, right. Well, you know what? I was going to start with something else, but um, uh, first let me let me thank all, the, all of the chat room 
that are here first because by the end of the show some of them you know bounce and they and they 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 go away they got other things to do so i want to uh personally thank uh all the guys for being here um well, you got uh, Dragon Masters here, Snow Dog, Paladin of Argyle again, uh, Isengard. Uh, thanks for showing up, new guy into our channel. Buckyball is always in here. Rageanul is here. Scarecrows, welcome back after his hiatus and abandonment is here as well. So probably mispronounced some of those, but that's okay. Thanks for all being here and and spitting our chat room like crazy. It's all of the memes are already started. I know we mispronounce that name all the time, but otherwise known as Abby. <laughs> Abby, yeah. See, that would have been easier, but like I said, I ain't been around a lot. I should have should have probably known. That's all right. That's all right. But uh, uh, Dragon Master had a, had a question about the Friesland. Looks like he's interested in getting it and wants some <laughs> some information. <laughs> oh, jeez. Nah, oh, that's chat room. It. That's chat room for you. <laughs> Uh, anyway, what do you guys think about the Friesland? Let's let's help the guy out and get some uh, some thoughts on on the Friesland, and then I'll finish with with my test for it. I think I think it's one of the greatest gunboats in the game, and I think if anybody is interested, we're taking up a collection and we're going to no, buy it not. for Cyber. No, we're not. We're not. Uh, it is it is a fun ship. It. Um, it is limited by the fact that you do not have torpedoes at all. So you're strictly a gunship and you are very good at burning anything down that comes within your range as long as you stay unspotted. Because yeah, that, once you, once you get, get spotted, you become the ire of everything you were shooting at and they will do everything in their power to delete you as quickly as possible. That is key. Um, you have to stay... Uh, early on in the game, anyway, you have to stay at uh, max range, um, and you got to pick your targets selectively, and, and you have to know when to go dark. Um, after that, you know, once ships start getting thinned out, uh, you can be a little bit more aggressive, and you can burn some people down really hard and really fast. Uh, but don't be overly aggressive at the beginning of the game that'd be my right. take right for those yeah. of you that don't like the friesland there's actually a really good tactic back in my military days we used to teach if you got caught into what we, we refer to as a short or near ambush the only way to survive is to assault right through the ambush and so as a counter to the friesland if you happen to encounter one and they're in smoke and you're you're within you know at nine ten kilometers the best way to survive is just assault straight on and in, in, hit it nose on because it, it has no torpedoes so that's the big drawback to the to the boat is you got lots of as we like to say daka daka lots of fire lots of you know burp and noises and gun noises but you have no torpedoes and so um, that's the drawback, and uh, if you're in a Friesland, just be aware of that. If stuff starts creeping up on you or something catches you too close, all they got to do is assault right at you, and you really don't have much of a defense. No. Nope. Well, I don't have one. It, it yeah. looks like a fun boat. Well, for me, my, my hatred is pretty much based upon the amount of battleships that I play, and it seems how, how many times I've found a Friesland that's like, oh, slow-moving battleship. Let me pop smoke, which seemingly is endless, and spam. turn on the fire hose. Literally, shells of pure fire raining down, and seems like every other one starts a fire. 
I wait till there's three or even four on a battleship, put it out, and then guess what? As soon as I put it out, bam, there's another one. And now I'm on cooldown and I can't heal it because I got no repair. Uh, it just, you can't see him. Nobody seems to ever want to shoot at him. And it's a DD that has no torps. I just I can't stand the ship. It's it's the bane of my existence when I when I've been in in battleships, and that's part of the reason I've started playing a lot more destroyers. So there's there's that. <laughs> so Dragon Master, take take all the info and and either buy or don't buy. <laughs> I don't know. I I hate it. It's not something I'm gonna have ever, regardless of what these guys are telling you, collection or no collection. <laughs> it's not gonna be in my port. If it shows up in my port, I'll either redonate it or sell it. <laughs> so there's your warning. Don't do it. Don't send it to me. I will say, um, Mando's point about the you know ambush. Um, that's kind of the way you got to treat the bracelet too. If you're going against it, um, once it spots you, I mean, if you're well within his range, you have no choice, pretty much, but to charge it and try to kill it. Because if you don't, he's going to kill you. And I mean, it's tough. I know there's times where you got to like uh, worry about your broadside or or what have you, but you have to kill it. Once it gets that close, um, it's well within his range and, and you can strike. You need to strike. You need to put him out of his misery as fast as possible. It's a great ship. All right. Well, we there was some previous uh, or pre-show, I should say, talk about the Yukon. And I'm curious to what you guys have to say and, and uh, about it because it was one that I had considered right away. And I thought about it and I'm like, hmm. That might be something I'm interested in, but I want to hear what everybody here has to say. So, so the guys that have the Yukon have read about it. What are your thoughts and complaints and all that good stuff? I read about it. I don't have it, so my opinion is going to be a little bit not important. But from everything that I've read, it's garbage. It's like total garbage it's got a, a heal and that's what it does it's a damage sponge and it can't do anything else that's my take from what uh the uh community has given me um other than that i don't know a whole lot else so K kj and i were talking pre-show um i i'm gonna throw i'll throw a little white mouse out there just because i read her reviews on the forums and uh I was, of course, you know, when I saw it, hey, Yukon, I mean, they, they threw it in out of left field. It was like a, a creeper, you know. It was a Yukon creep, creeping in your bushes, and I logged in one day. I was like, hey, the Yukon's in the game. So, of course, the whale songs went out, the whale call hit, and uh, I broke open the wallet, and and uh, I was smart enough to read a couple of <laughs> reviews first, and I'm glad that I did, because all I got to say, guys, is a battleship with, like, cruiser range it's like what 15 kilometer range and yeah. you know 27 millimeter bow armor yes it's got a zombie heel but let, let me put it into, into some some layperson perspectives there are tier three battleships with greater range than the yukon out there so um yeah the mando is not going to touch this one i'll i'll uh I'll, big big old pass for me yeah unless they really do something different with it give us some buffs or something i i don't see it selling much especially with the the hoopla around it um 
if those who haven't seen it on the forums, right in the forums, um, yeah, just go to the World of Warships forums and you can do a quick search for any of Mouse's Little White, Little White Mouse um, reviews or just go search for the Yukon. And you can read the whole story about behind all this. Um, it's they're more, they're more of their story to tell than I think of, of our story to tell. Um, so yeah, I would go, I would go through and read through that. She does give a, a full review on it and whether it's biased or not, that's for you to decide. <laughs> um, Wargaming has made a, 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 a post to this that they're going to do, to do some investigation. But again, like I said, read through the post and draw your own conclusions on, on everything that went down because it's, yeah, it's not good. How about the uh, the Tony? I know a lot of you guys uh, played with the the Issei, and uh, the Tony is is just the uh, uh, higher tiered version, pretty much with the uh, the hybrid where it launches its its planes and whatnot. What are you guys thinking of that? Uh, have you seen them? Do you like them? Are they hot garbage? What do you think? Uh, I don't have one. Um, I got I've, one. I've only seen a couple out there, that, but I again I haven't played much since I've been on vacation, so I haven't been home. Mando has one. Yeah, I got one. Um, it's actually very uh, fun to play um, until I started looking at uh, some of the armor stats on it. But, um, you know, it's got torpedo planes. It's got a longer reload than the Issei. It is a cruiser. So basically, it's, it's an Otago with a flight deck on the back. Um, the reason why I picked it up is strictly because it was a historical ship. It actually sailed. It actually fought in some battles and, you know, fired its weapons and so i'm i got it just out of the pure historical aspect of it um but it's you know if you can imagine an otago it's got uh, eight my my get up has got 8.8 .8 detection radius um the guns are really good um but until i started looking at the armor scheme the armor layout let me give you let me put it in perspective here guys it's a tier eight cruiser um and the frontal plate on your gun armor is 25 millimeter <laughs> and that's not a typo <laughs> so yeah whatever you do don't uh, you you got to reverse reverse uh, kite in it don't don't let somebody hit your guns and so if you come up on a tone and you happen to catch it at close range yeah aim aim right for the barbettes and the guns it's only 25 millimeter armor so far i haven't been you know um magazine detonated yet but i also you know do the flag thing so uh gameplay wise a lot of fun a lot of versatility um and the torpedo arcs are they're kind of met doesn't have four firing torpedo arcs like the otago does but you can stealth torp like you can go total uh, uh, a destroyer mode in this thing and you know, stealth torp them uh, out the side. So uh, I give it a thumbs up if you just want some interesting gameplay or if you just want a historical ship in your port. Big thumbs up for the Mando. So uh, I haven't played the Issei or the Tone, uh, either one, but I've encountered them. And uh, we actually had a match the other night where we played a carrier with two Issei's. Uh, that was hot garbage. I mean, <laughs> it, it was hot garbage. I mean, uh, we did everything we could, but that was hot garbage. There was so much spotting on the map. It was ridiculous. And whether or not the Issei can do 
everything a carrier can it doesn't matter there was so much spotting on the map i mean ju we just got mulched i mean <laughs> it was so bad <laughs> so i'm not i'm not a huge fan um of these ships i mean uh i like destroyers doing what they do best i like cruisers what they do best and I like carriers and battleships what they do best i i don't like this uh mix and i we talked about this earlier but i kind of feel the same way about the subs it's like it adds a totally different element to the game where you know if you're not ready for it and that that's definitely my fault but if you're not ready for it um, it's it's gonna be a disaster and um, maybe uh, an Issei or a Tone is gonna make the game better at some point but I mean if you can put two of them on the map I mean even like in clan battles right they they nix the FDR why wouldn't you nix two uh, Issei's in a, in a regular reign of battle match I mean that's it's silly. It's stupid. Uh, I mean, in randoms, it's going to be kind of difficult to do that, but it make people's with their wait times and stuff like that. I mean, because I've been in the games where they've had two Isays, and yeah, it, it sucks. Put it mildly. Two two Isays and a carrier. Yeah, it, it just... No. That's dumb. Um, well, we did that the other night. Nightmare and I were on, and I think we were we had a three-person division, and uh, I forget who it was, one of our clan members. Anyway, uh, they were running, uh, one of us was running a carrier, and then two of us were running Isays, and so you, you pretty much had <laughs> a plethora of airplanes flying across the map. It's were stupid. We, yeah, I mean, were, were we combat effective? Uh, you yeah, know, I thought but, we were. But, because but we, it sure we, was hella fun to play. The, the benefit was, uh, with the Isays at least, the the torpedo bombers, they're they're there to scare you. They're there to force people to turn, um, because they're slow. They don't hit very hard. There's a lot of them, sure, but they're arguably you can ignore them, pretty much. Just the spotting um, factor, though. The spotting and, factor is helpful, but you can't keep your planes around up there forever. And then they had two. Uh, what do you call them? Not shimakazi. So, what's the uh, Japanese? But as as you're spotting, your ship is sitting there doing whatever the last thing you told it to do was. If that last thing was move forward, that's it. Right. Um, so you are quite literally a sitting duck if you're not behind cover. So what? you want to get back to your ship as soon as possible, so that. Uh, destroyer doesn't come around a corner and totally ambush you and sink you or a battleship doesn't roll up on you and just start plugging away at your broadside or a cruiser just parks and just starts lighting you up it's it's going to be a bad time so spotting sure it's handy for a little bit uh, but you don't want to leave your ship for any amount of time you want to well, get out there hit your target get back and proceed to continue uh, my the best thing with it is some ships will be dumb and try to turn and avoid the torpedoes and hopefully you've made them turn into a broadside for you so when you get back to your ship open broadside guns are loaded fire will 
Well, this must have been the perfect composition because they had two Shikashimas too. And it was just brutal. How, no, 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 no. Impossible. It's not possible. They would have the to be the Tone. No, no. The Issei is a tier Issei's. 6. Then Issei. it's impossible. Shikashima is a tier 10. That yeah, matchup will Issei. never happen. What's the What's the other... What's uh, the Tone? No. The tone. Are you talking about the... A Fuso? The, yes, they had two Fuso. Sorry, my bad. Oh. Okay. They hold totally different ships there. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I was like, wait, but, hold on. There's but, something very wrong about this. But they just kept spotting, and the two Japanese battleships just kept blasting, and they were just tearing people apart. It was ridiculous. It was dumb. Sounds like uh, the destroyers need to do a better job of uh, concealing the battleships. Yeah, working as intended. That's the way I see it. Yeah, yeah my fault. I, well, I mean, if you're in a destroyer, yeah. Unless you don't have smoke, and then not your fault. Yeah, well, one of the games that I was in, they had two of those. All they did is they had their, their Issei's towards the back end of the map, and you think, okay, well, it's not that big of a deal. They're at the back end of the map. But every time their planes came up, you know, once they, they dropped their, their load or whatever, they fired a few shots, and then they just kind of angled back towards the edge of the map, and then they launched their planes and went out and sat on top of, of everybody and just cross drop. I mean, these guys were cross-dropping like the old days like you used to be able to do with the carriers and just wrecking shop on people. Yeah, it's it's. I think it's a bad idea. I really do, but that's my take. But you know, it is to do it. I mean, you know, kudos to them for working together and doing it. But you know, I, I just don't see how there's no way you're going to be able to limit it in a random game now in ranked or something well, like that, like tier six ranked or or uh, clan battles or clan wars doing a tier six. Yeah, I could see them try to limit it that way. Well, you got you got three people that can drop in a random game, right? Mm-hmm. What if all three people wanted to play an Issei? Then great. All three people are in mm-hmm. uh, slow battleships with uh, a relatively long reload. The accuracy isn't great on them. Uh, their broadside is uh, enormous, especially when she's trying to turn. And uh, she's often stuck doing nothing because she's out flying planes for a moment or two. Yeah, I I'm- say you uh, proceed as normal stick together uh, in a uh, attack group. Um, if you're worried about being spotted all the time, make sure you have a destroyer with you or carry smoke. That's Otherwise, so great for us in clan battles so far. That's all I'm saying. Clan battles are tier 10, so I don't see how they uh, how that relates to anything. Of course you're going to deflect. That's alright. Well, <laughs> w- w- what it makes me do is, is ask another WTF to Wargaming for that, because the fact of the matter is they've they nerf the carriers with the adding of the uh, or the addition of the machine gun fire and how many clicks it takes them to get off shots at a destroyer. It's still two. I will argue that after after the break, but hang tight on <laughs> that thought. Um, they they've nerfed them and the destroyers are like, okay, we're finally going to get a little love, and no, we're not because they just added the Issei and the Tone, so we've got eight million aircraft in the air, and you're spotted all the time. You can't all hide, you can't run, and now anybody can shoot at you. It's constant fireworks coming around. I mean, it's like, all right, uh, we're going to help you, destroyers, and then we're going to kick you in the nuts at the same time and make you just stop playing destroyers. Maybe they thought there was too many. I don't know what the deal is, but 
you know it, it's making it tougher for the battleships to, to to battleship it's making the destroyers harder to destroy her and maybe that's their 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 hidden agenda is to put more people into cruisers and uh, if that's a case why aren't there just a whole bunch of people going nuts on the american cruisers so you can mow those aircraft out of the sky i agree i don't i don't know what the agenda is but it's it's jacked up it's totally jacked up right now yeah i like the idea of the historical uh, boats being put yeah in the game. i'm all about historical boats and, and i'm gonna jump in nightmares bunker and and nightmare and i are gonna bunker down on this one and uh I, like i took my tone a which is a tier eight in i end up actually in a lot of tier 10 matches and the planes on the tone a i i went after what did i go after it was a tier 10 ship and it wasn't anything special but uh one flak cloud took out my entire squadron and so mm -hmm. you know okay my squadron is gone and guess what it's a two and a half minute cooldown which is a long cooldown in war games i i think they're really well balanced um, yeah, the spotting is kind of, you know, a little bit, but that's, I mean, they're planes and in the air, but you guys got to remember once those planes are up and they're flying around, that ship is basically out of commission. The guns are out of commission. And if you're in a destroyer and you watch an Issei launch of a squadron, you've got free reign. You've got about, I don't know, a good 60 seconds to walk right up and drop torps right into the broadside of it so I, I think it's really well balanced if you make it to him because you're spotted as soon as they're in the air <laughs> you can't beeline for him because his planes are circling and they're spotting you and there's all kinds of hellfire coming at you you'll never make it to him you'll never get your torps off all, right. all i know <laughs> is i feel like it's it's it provides a lot more variation to uh a battleship's gameplay um it, it, it gives a lot of options. Um, now, is that fair with uh, uh, to everybody else? No, probably not. But I mean, why why do people play carriers? But to play carriers because they like carriers. Well, let, let, I mean, let's, let's hold that thought and we'll be right All right, we're back, and, and just before the break, Nightmare mentioned that the uh, the carrier play uh, with with the the Tony, the Issei, all of that stuff we were talking about. I still am 100% against the stuff, but it, I'm sure it'll work itself out. But right now, the destroyers are in a bad place. I, I Nightmare, it was you and me. We jumped into a div the other night, and I, I I've I've got a couple of WTF war gaming questions here uh, that I want to get off my chest before we go any further and we jump into our deep dive segment, but. My concern is I jumped in. We were, what, Tier 4? I jumped into the whole show. It was a carrier that I had, hadn't played in a while, and all right, I'll jump in. Well, right away, I found major problems with it. It's it's clear that they made alterations with the, the, the carrier adjustment because launching rockets, now I get the machine gun fire comes. And I got to tell you... I was finding it, and Nightmare will disagree, he thinks it's two clicks, but I found it was three clicks. One to first select and turn my little target reticle green, 
And then as I started to come in, I selected it, hit hit the trigger again, and it started the dive. And I had I had to keep hammering on the the button to get it to fire to where I wanted it to go. And it was going. I'm like, I, it was annoying as heck. And I'll, I got to tell you, I, I tried. I played that whole match through. Nobody got close to me. It was a tier four. I I lasted the whole game. But I gotta say. That was the most miserable time I've ever had in a carrier. It was the lowest score I put out, and it made me hate carriers. If they're all like that, I said, you know, I'm done. But I'm not done with just that. The torpedoes on the whole show. I know it was a tier four, and I know I, I I'm feeling like when I played it last, the torpedo run sent in two planes with one torpedo each. I'm almost positive of this. And they dropped two torpedoes. That's why I liked the whole show at Tier 4. It could drop two and get out. Now you get one plane, one torpedo. And what is the point? You know, it, for me, uh, I don't know. I, I It fired me up after that game, and I said, you know what? I went back to port and sold every carrier I had. I'm done with them until they fix the bugs that they, they put into it. I know they're trying to adjust and trying to tweak things, but I thought it was just hot garbage and if every carrier is going to play like this i want no part of it well not every carrier plays like that though well they all they all have the machine gun stuff and they all got this extra pause when you're launching rockets so give me a carrier that doesn't have rockets and i might be fine with it but uh, i I just i'm so frustrated yeah that's not a carrier (laughs) and i want no and and i'm not in i'm not into japanese ships for the most part the so the uh, it's still only the two clicks. I mean, you you bring your ships out, you get them lined up, you initiate the run. Um, once it turns green, you hit the button again. They fire their guns uh, because the the reticle stops moving. They fire their guns. After a brief pause, they fire their rockets. Um, mashing the your mouse isn't gonna speed it up. That's it, it's just those two clicks. Um, it's a little bit more of a delay. It takes a little bit to get used to, but once you're used to it, um, I feel like I can better uh, track a ship now because I don't have to, I can plan ahead and drop them a little bit earlier. I don't have to try to wait until the last second to try and hit them with rockets because they're trying to dodge. Now I can drop it, plan it, set it and forget it, move on to the next strike or recall them. Uh, and the host shows only ever had the one uh, bomber. I I looked. It, they didn't nerf it. It's only only ever had one torpedo, um, which is kind of why I uh, wanted out of that ship as soon as possible. And uh, when I got the Yuzo, it was uh, far better because that's two for two. Yeah, still terrible. I got rid of them all. I'm not buying them again until they they tweak again. But I don't know. I I I, I kind of have to agree. I don't. I don't know if our points are totally online, but I kind of have to agree with Phoenix. Um, I use that fire to zone in on my target, so I don't know if that's necessarily a benefit. I I find it to be more of a benefit. I mean, what it, it does end up doing is it shows exactly where you're shooting. Um, so they have a chance to try and dodge. But if you predict right or you can tell uh, what direction they're facing, because you, the, those ships, even destroyers, can't turn on a dime. So they're gonna, it's going to take time for them to 
even turn out uh, to reverse direction or to, and they're usually already hard to port or starboard anyway so they can't turn harder um, the only thing they can try to do is slow down so with that in mind you can better predict how that ship is going to handle in the water when you drop uh, drop rockets on them um, and the bigger the ship the, the less maneuverable it is I mean absolutely the easier it is to find where you want to hit uh, do the mental calculations of where the ship is going to get to in the next two seconds, fire them, and be done. Now, well, uh, Phoenix, I don't, I don't know if you're if that statement's true about the destroyers don't turn or stop at the dime because I know I fired at shots at some of them and they've always pulled up short and turned right when my shot should have gotten there. Well, I mean, I mean some of them probably could. <laughs> that depends <laughs> whether they took a, whether they took the the turning or whether they took yeah. a. Propulsion oh, or, know, but, it's, but it's always one of those like, okay, I've got them dead to rights, and I, I, I've got it lined up, and it's like, how the heck did they really? But, but KJ, here's the thing: you, you don't play carriers. We're talking about no. carriers here. Well, I know. But I'm just talking about I'm, you, you mentioned destroyer stopping on a dime. So, I mean, well, they can't turn. They can't turn on a dime. They might be able to stop on a dime. So much turning, not 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 as easy. Like right, if, I'm going to tell you right now, Bucky Ball. In a French destroyer with propulsion, I bet is, he makes those things do pirouettes. It's ridiculous. It's <laughs> yeah. But you can, for the most part, uh, your general general DD average DD player, they're they're not going to be able to dodge very well. So you're going to get some hits in as long as uh, your calculations are right. Um, it just it's a little bit of a, a learning curve, but. I actually like it. I'm actually really hoping right. that they introduce uh, that machine gun fire doing some kind of damage, like damaging your secondaries and anti-air. I mean, sure, let's let's make anti-air worse, but at the same time, that kind of makes sense because if you had crew manning your anti-air mm -hmm. guns and bullets are flying at them, uh, chances are they're not going to be very effective anymore. That That's right. a really cool thought. I actually like it. But I think then they'd have to increase the damage to the airplanes coming in. Yeah, they, they would have to be some tweaking, of course. But right. uh, I do, I do like this new mechanic for it. Um, it shows that they they are trying to uh, make further tweaks to the system that are different. And uh, because I don't think anyone expected this or even anticipated this being a thing uh, months ago, so. The fact that this is here, to me, is a good sign. I mean, you talked about this like a year ago, so. Well, you mean what I know. I know. I know I'm with you. Well, moving on from that, I wanted to wanted to throw out one, one more WTF to Wargaming about the, uh, the new container system. Well, it's not really a system. They just made all the premium containers available for purchase. And you can go in there and purchase. What they didn't state at all until just recently the dunkirk container you used to be able to buy for coal well you still can a thousand coal no big deal and there was a chance to get the gallant i had pumped probably 50 to 60 thousand coal trying to get the gallant never got it never got it never got it and then after this last patch i realized uh, what the heck it, they removed it without saying a word to anybody they removed the gallant from the container 
and you can't buy it with the container anymore. They simply packed it up and moved it into the coal shop. So now you can purchase it there. And I'm like, I already spent so much trying to get it. I ain't buying it now. I'm just, I, I'm, I'm that upset with them for doing this. If you're going to make a change, then make a statement. Put it somewhere. You know, it just, it, it fired me up that I had put that much time and effort into it. And then they remove it. Oh, just I, I, I'm I'm beside myself with anger there. Honestly, I, I'll, I'll buy you a freeze linen. Nope, not doing it. <laughs> and a galant, but you got to keep the freeze linen. <laughs> then I ain't taking any of it. I don't need to. And you know what? Destroyers right now are in a terrible place because they've got so many aircraft in the air. It's not fun to play a destroyer anymore. Honestly, mm. I love my destroyers. I'm still it's good. Still fun. Well, go ahead. I'm gonna start playing the the american cruisers that i hate so much uh, I, I don't think you could do that so well cyber i don't know no That's, i probably uh, won't i'll probably end up having to quit the game <laughs> but yeah i was just gonna say as, as a I, former uh, uh, yeah. american cruiser main that's the worst thing to do because uh if you get spotted across the map uh because of an you're airplane done. flying overhead it's over you're done uh, yeah yeah Either way, I, I think don't know. Uh, I can't. I can't play carriers anymore. They nerfed those. I can't work those out. I can't figure it out, and I don't have the time to learn a bunch of new crap anyway. I enjoyed <laughs> destroyers for a long time, and now I can get spotted constantly on the map. So there's no point in spending any time and effort into getting your concealment down because what does it matter now? There's eight million planes in the air that are going to see you regardless of what your concealment is. Uh, carriers or uh, cruisers have always been fairly weak, and, and my battleship gets constantly burned by the de destroyers that don't have torps. I mean, well, what else is it? I guess I just stop playing until subs come out and just pray to God they don't screw think, those up. Yeah, subs. <laughs> I, I, I think everybody complains, obviously, no matter what ship class they play. Um, you know, battleships are like, uh, we don't got this. They had dead eye for a minute, and they're like, "Oh my god, we're amazing!" Now they don't have it anymore. They're like, "Oh my god, we're we're terrible." Um, the DDs, uh, they've got a lot of nerves. I ain't gonna lie, they got a lot of nerves. Um, so they're complaining. Um, I don't agree with that. I think DD play is still what it was. Um, Cruisers are the one I'm talking about. I think cruisers have the worst position in the game. I think they're, pardon language, BS. Uh, <laughs> I I would not want to play a cruiser. I mean, I've tried it. I used to like my best stats on online. My best stats are cruisers. Uh, but. I think they have the worst position in the game. They have to get medium range. Um, they have to do damage. Try not to be spotted, but they always are because of the battleships, and they just get torched. I, I, I don't even know what the strategy is for a cruiser. It's the worst ship in the game to play, in my opinion. Sometimes, depending, I guess, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. All the time. Uh, I don't know. No matter, it seems like no matter what I play, there's 
there's a big headache involved right now. I mean, the battleships are just getting burnt down like crazy. All all the planes that are, are heading to them to bomb and torp the living daylights out of them. Uh, you can't stay on the 10 line and launch shells all day anymore, and that's I'm fine with that. I never liked it in the beginning, but you get spotted in the DDs constantly. You have a hard time getting anywhere to a cap, and it just so much radar out there. I mean, honestly, you know, everything seems to have a major nerf right now, and, and, and really getting in and into a random drop and Really, all you have to do now is just pray that your team doesn't suck, that the other team is is worse, and you get a win. That's that's all you can hope for right now, and I'm I'm frustrated by by the late changes in the game. I think you can still pull it off with uh, DDs. I think you can still pull it off with uh, aircraft carriers. Um, I still think you could pull it off with cruisers. I'm sorry, battleships. My bad. Uh, cruisers is the one I think they have the most heat right now. I just I would not want to play a cruiser. I mean, I loved uh, um, oh, uh, American cruiser tier ten. Give me, give me help, some guy. Give me some help. Yes, is it the Des Moines? I, I love the Des Moines. I should have known that because that's the only ship Phoenix had for. Months, Ever. <laughs> but um, I love the Des Moines, but it doesn't play the same anymore. It's not as it's not as powerful as it used to be. It's not as uh, definite. Like I mean, like the Des Moines could end a game. That's how powerful it was. It's not that ship anymore because well, it's, no, because it's all- a cruiser. Yeah, but all the all, like all the original tech tree ships of as we talked before, all the tech tree ships for the most part, they were, especially the original lines, they've all gotten power crept well, by she, the newer stuff. She's not power crept. <laughs> um, I I don't think the Des Moines is power crept. I think it's overpowered, getting outdated. I'm just like I I know that's a uh, conundrum, but um. Cruisers in general are just yes. getting outdated. They're just not important anymore. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's go into the deep dive before I lose my anymore here. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I could go off all day long on this, and it's it's time to uh, move on there. So so deep dive, Mando. Take it away, please. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're gonna finish up our uh, deep dive. into economy uh, XP and credit earning. I know last episode we were talking about um, you know the favorite question hey Mando how do I make money in game and uh, so we talked about um, basically how to really effectively maximize your game time if you want to grind out some credits or in game experience and we covered a lot of subjects um, just briefly going back um, if you want more detail jump back into our previous episode episode 40 um, but we talked about damaging enemy enemy ships, capturing, defending areas, um, and basically just to sum it all up, you're, you're going to get the most credits or the most um, XP or credits out of your match by the, in the number one 
uh, or the best method is is inflicting damage. Um, and we talked about sinking ships. Um, and I know uh, we had a couple of questions like Nightmare brought up um, and we brought up a couple of scenarios with, uh, hey, if I'm in you know, a destroyer and I'm only in the game for like 90 seconds um, and I did some activities, but then I somehow ended up second on the leaderboard, like what happened? And so we talked about some class specific. Um, what I, I wanted to follow up or, or um, close out the deep dive on you know, the economy is... There's a lot of, you know, again, we talk about uh, math and stuff that's that's behind going on behind the scenes. Uh, let's talk about destroying enemy ships because that's that's one of the things that you do in game that's gonna that's gonna kind of bring your your cash flow, so to speak, uh, uh, raise it up and and get your XP flow. So let's talk about destroying enemy ships. When you destroy an enemy ship, and I know that there's always that time where, like, I've been, I've been, uh, you know, I'm in my Friesland and I'm, I'm melting down a John Bart, and I've, I've taken that thing, you know, from, you know, whatever, hundred, hundred percent hit points down to, to two percent hit points, and then along around the corner comes this, uh, you know, uh, Fletcher and hits it with one torpedo and takes it out, and you're just kind of like thinking, oh man, that dude just stole my kills. Actually, what you do is is when you destroy an enemy ship, you're only going to get uh, in X, XP, you're going to get one-tenth of its hit points in XP, and you'll get a quarter of its hit points in credits. So there's preset values when somebody comes along and gets a quote-unquote, you know, steals that kill out from underneath you. You got to go back to remember that you're going to get um, XP and credits based off of the destruction of that ship. Even though you didn't get the killing blow in the in, in the little red ribbon, you're still going to get XP and money based off of the percent of the total hit points that you did on the damage of the ship. Um, here's another thing too that uh, it, players got to remember. You guys got to remember is, and I know my biggest complaint. Like I, I have a, I always say like if I ran war games for the day, I would. I would never have tier 10 ships. Tier 10 ships would only ever see tier 9 or tier 10. Um, but when you look at the aspect, because I know I'm, you know, everybody else has been in that battle, you've been in that tier 8 ship, and you end up in that tier 10 match. Maximize um, the, the matchmaking, uh, because tiers play a huge important role in uh, credit earning. Uh, and so if you want to really earn some credits and some XP and you're in a tier 8 ship and you end up in a tier 10 match, aim for those tier 10 ships because you're going to get a multiplier uh, because tiers or the offset of tiers um, is going to play a huge role in the amount of XP and um, credits that you'll get at the end of the match. Uh, another thing too is destroying enemy aircraft. Um, which basically follows dealing damage and destroying ships is like the number three way to, and, and that's a hidden factor that I didn't even realize, you know, um, that I was gaining. I mean, you, you, I mean, you always think that you're going to gain XP and stuff, but I didn't realize how much of an impact. And another thing you got to remember too is the aircraft type doesn't matter. It's the aircraft tier. And so if you're in that tier eight, ship and you're wound up in that tier 10 match and you got that midway flying over if you can manage to shoot down a few of those planes those are going to be worth more in xp and credits than would be say going after a same or a lower tier um aircraft carrier here's another hidden factor on uh, earning credits and xp which is um we all know about capturing and defending but blocking key areas and so 
like it's it's the end of the match and you're in that crunch time um, and there it's basically kind of come down to a point spread. If you can get your ship and sail into a cap, like if you're a destroyer and you can sail into a cap and just sit in a cap, you might not capture it. Uh, but if you're stopping or blocking, basically like what we call um, cutting off the point bleed, you're going to get credit um, XP and you're going to get um, uh, credits by simply blocking a key area from from gaining points um and real quick let's cover full capture versus partial captures um if you get a full capture ribbon you're the sole uh ship and you get a full capture which uh, destroyers tend to to do a lot or maybe the occasional cruiser you're going to get the amount of xp in terms basically you're going to get two-thirds of a destroyed ship worth of xp by getting a solo cap um, and one third in terms of credits. And so by getting a full capture, of course, um, in certain classes that will garner you some XP and credit earning. Um, and so let's talk about like, what? okay, so what if there's several ships and you get a partial cap? Your contribution in the percentage of the amount of capture points basically that you spend in that cap is going to it's basically going to be divvied up amongst all the ships that, that get that partial capture ribbon and the ship that's got the higher percentage of capture points is going to basically earn the lion's share of that cap so um and the same thing applies to to defense if you're defending a, a, a capture point uh so bottom line up front and to close out the segment um there's that situation that you ran into in fact uh, i think nightmare and i ran into a game uh the other night where there was like he and i were the the two players on our team and there was a solo destroyer on the other team and the, and the, i kid you not the guy basically went and sat in the a1 square and made us all chase after him you might think hey i'm going to um earn some really good credits and XP by surviving a match and staying out of the way. And you're actually not. If you find yourself into a situation where you're the, you know, one of the last few ships in the game and you really want to maximize your credit earning and your XP potential, turn around and charge into the fight. Um, yeah, you're, you, you'll probably get deleted. Um, you know, uh, however, by you receiving, and we talked about last episode, by receiving damage and in, in receiving damage not just getting hit but any shell bomb torpedo rocket that lands within like a 700 meter circle around you that could have potentially caused damage you're going to get credit for that and so don't be afraid to take your ship turn around put bow in hit full you know full throttle and 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 go straight into that cap and, and go out guns ablazing because you will garner more and you will earn more xp and credit potential by being you know active versus going to hide in a corner so that's going to wrap it up for um this deep dive and uh, no it's not oh okay all right what what you got throw it at me well there's one aspect of the game you forgot okay and that and that is um the potato factor clan battles and, yeah, cl and rank battles okay all right no no, no that's that's every, a good point Everything you said is absolutely right. However, if you save up all your special flags and you use those in ranked or clan battle, you're going to get 
that much more reward. It's going to be amazing. I mean, like getting 2.1 billion credits for one battle is not uncommon. So everything you said is right. I don't disagree with you at all. But think about ranked and cram battles and uh, try to do those too. And I'll even double everything that you were trying to get. I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up because that is actually a great segue into our next deep dive that we're going to do, which is going to follow up to, to credit and XP potential. So next episode, next deep dive is we're going to deep dive down into post-battle economy, which flags and battle type and you know match type clan battles versus random battles etc it's going to play a huge role and, and we're going to talk about that i promise you nimitz we will talk about that next episode and we because you are you are absolutely correct um that plays a huge role in your credit potential and so i <laughs> yeah no consider it kind of a part three or a, or what i'm going to call is a new deep dive into post-battle economy um, because depending on how you set your ship up with your camel and your flags and your battle type is also going to play a huge factor. And we're going to talk about repairs too. Like, Absolutely. why am I getting charged repairs if, you know, I didn't... Uh, and so we're going to cover all that in our next deep dive, which is going to be post-battle post uh, economy. So that's Amen. a good segue. I'm glad you brought that up. Let's bring it. All right. Well, why don't we head to uh, parting shots? Let's start with Nightmare this time. Go ahead. Woo! Parting shots. Yep. I didn't have anything loaded. Uh, well, it's summertime still. It's still stupid hot. Uh, hydration is key as always. Um, a lot more than normal. Uh, stay safe. Get cool. Uh, if you have to retreat to the basement for extra cooling, do so. Um, if you are... Uh, much like Nimitz uh, without AC because you live in a place where AC would be a pointless expenditure. Get yourself a box fan and a water bottle. Well, a spray bottle, you know, like you do here. <laughs> Sit in front of it and spray it and that'll help keep you cool um, and drink lots of water. Stay safe out there. Uh, we don't need any of you, uh, you know, uh, to succumbing to heat stroke and leaving out of all of our lives. That would suck. So be safe. Alright, KJ, what do you got for us? Uh yeah, kind of on the same line. I mean, yeah, just with different parts of the country having a nice warm, hot weather and not really prepared for it because of normally your time of the year is not that way. Yeah, definitely be safe. Uh, stay as cool as possible. Um I, like I said, I don't have much. It was about like on vacation, so I'm trying to get back in on things. Um eight hours plus with my family in a car is, yeah, I'm surprised I'm still sane. Um, yes, I did leave with Me all too. of them, and yes, I did bring them all back. I, <laughs> I, I toyed with that idea of leaving them somewhere, but I decided not to. But, you know, other than that, yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> all right, Neymar, go ahead. I went. Oh, you, already, you already went. I was first. Mando. Nimitz, 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 Nimitz. Jeez, see, I'm falling wow. apart. Wow. I'm, Fall, I'm under the weather. Cut me some slack, damn it. <laughs> so, it's hot. It's damn hot. That's all I got to say. It's damn hot. Hey, Actually, hey, hey, Nimitz, how hot is it? <laughs> it's damn hot. Um, but no, seriously, uh, I I am looking forward to talking to Mando on this because I think we kind of hit a, a really cool subject for the show. 
and I hope we can develop it and make it better and uh, hope you guys are listening in the future because it's going to be cool. All right, Mando, hit us with some names. Yeah, I got some names. I'm going to put four names up in the chat, and if you are following the show and in our... (laughs) in our live show chat room you're going to see all four names however because we're trying to keep this a a PG rating I'm only going to mention three because I think one Uh of them might be on the borderline but I don't know I'll let you guys be the judge of it so um, as always uh, with Mando's parting shots if uh, uh, you hear your name call it the show if you know the person Um, and remember I changed the rules of engagement on this because you guys got to remember we've got 41 this is our 41st episode 40 episodes out there I can't keep track out of all these names so if you want, I hand out free weekend passes. I will give you a weekend pass and give you 500 dubs and uh, um, some a couple of days premium time. What I need you to do is email the show, thefullbroadside at gmail.com. Let us know what episode your name was mentioned in, even if it's all the way back to episode one or whenever I started doing this uh, shtick. And uh, let us know. Email the show, um, and then I will gift you the weekend pass. So without further ado, I'm going to – and in no, <laughs> no particular order. Remember, I'm only going to name – read three of these off um and then hey, after the show four. after the show you gotta tell me that fourth one i gotta know i'll, I'll, put, it in see it. I'll put it in the chat. in the chat so um in no particular order uh boondock taints <laughs> uh. <laughs> i need intelligence data and rn jesus take the keel <laughs> I like that there's one. the there's the names i put the fourth name up who's actually if you look up his stats he's a unicorn purple unicorn player the guy's actually pretty good so um yeah um boondock taints i need intelligence data which was actually uh, recommended by one of our clan members snow dog and listener to the show shout out to snow dog for dropping the name and my favorite one which is rn jesus take the keel <laughs> Yeah, uh, drink good. lots of water stay hydrated out there guys and we will see you next yep, episode yep. <laughs> yeah that that last one i, I agree and it, it, it's probably fine being in a ship environment here but it's just uh, another I, I, term of a sailor right 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 i don't know dude i'm i'm, I'm kind of partial <laughs> to boondock taints i'm just saying <laughs> they're all, they're all funny. I mean, I I give the guys credit who who come up with their their game name and decide they're going to do something funny and and uh, have a good time with it. It makes makes me laugh sometimes. So that's that's what matters, <laughs> and that's what you're getting rewarded for if you listen to the show. Anyway, thanks to the chat room. Um, our next recording will be after the 4th of July, so happy Independence Day to all the Americans that celebrated around the world. Whoa, whoa. Uh, yeah, yeah, so there's that. And, uh, and if, we, if we have any British followers, happy Revolution Day, you know, because, you know. Yeah, happy Insurrection Day. day. <laughs> yeah. Insurrection Day. <laughs> yeah, whatever they do in, in, in response, yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah, happy happy 4th for everybody. We'll be back uh, uh, the the following week, uh, what is it? the fourth is a Sunday, so I think it'll be, I don't know, it'll be it'll be that week sometime after the fourth. So, anyway, uh, thanks everybody once again to the chat room for hanging out with us uh, and and making all of us laugh. Uh, you know when we should have been talking about stuff. It's always fun to try and get back on track when we're laughing uncontrollably, but that's the that's the beauty of a live show. So, thanks again everybody. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Bye bye.